Welcome to Raw Radio. Can I? Are you ready? Can I say we are live? Yeah, it's your job. We are live. Oh, it just gets worse, <laughs> man. It just gets worse. I was ready a minute ago, and yeah. you had oh. to wait. I had something to do. So, so everybody here, who's just, listening to this, getting a, 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 the dynamics that can, <laughs> happening behind <laughs> the scenes without knowing. Oh, Take it. Anyway. Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this in. Take a risk. <laughs> and say it in a new and exciting way. Don't be afraid to expose yourself. Take a risk. We are live. It's terrible. It just doesn't get better. All right. We are live. And uh, I was trying to uh, tie in the topic, uh, the takeaway, which is uh, risks, taking risks, right? What does that mean? Um, you know, and, and some people will think, oh, it's you know, doing something crazy, like jumping out of an airplane or, you know, whatever, um, climbing a mountain. But I think there's a, a lot of different risks um, that people can take on a daily basis or throughout their lifetime um, that can really define who you are as a person. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to tie this into Fuji Sport for a second, because I do want to remind everybody about the Fuji giveaway. Take a risk and go to our <laughs> website. Take the survey. You might win. What's the worst well, that's going to happen? Yeah. Um, they're already .com. But listen, uh, on a serious note, on a serious note, the way I think about this is we all take risks daily. Daily. You cross the street. You take a risk. You get in the car. You take a risk. You step on a mat. You take a risk. Um, you know, you go to work. You take a risk. Maybe you could take a day off. You take a risk. I mean, it, 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 everything is a calculated decision between risk and a reward. The trick, I think, is that often some of these risks are so low because we've done them so many times mm -hmm. that we dismiss them. For sure. We, yeah. we, just, we just dismiss them. We disregard them. We don't think about them twice. Crossing, when was the last time when you really thought about the risk of crossing the street? Wow. Yeah, for myself, it's been a while. I got two little well, kids, so I think about it all the time. But no, before but, them, it was like, yeah, you just start going. You look, you go. You don't think about what right, could happen. Right, and, and you rely on a system of lighting and so on. You know that if your light is walk, you cross a street, nobody's going to hit you, or the odds of you getting hit are extremely low, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, these are just calculated decisions that we make every single day. Now, when it comes to larger things, like changing a profession right now we have to think about it now we have to evaluate what's the reward is it worth taking the risk what are the odds you know what's what's my uh, you know success percentages and so on do we got to talk to other people who this might impact where is the collateral damage and so on right i mean now we're talking about bigger picture but i think if you look at this holistically on a larger view we all take risks every single day Similar on the mat, you take risks. Some people stand up, some people sit down. Why? Well, because some <laughs> people are more comfortable, yeah. the others are not, right? Yeah. Some people pull guard and other people pass the guard. Why? Well, it's, listen, it's all calculated decision based on the risk versus reward. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think so. And I think that, you know, once you um, start 
evaluating your risks uh, and really understanding why you're taking them. Uh, it can open up things for you or you can take more and more and more, regardless if you succeed or fail. Um, you know, but you, you took a risk, either it panned out or it didn't. What can you learn from it? And, uh, and what can you do the next time uh, to, to make sure that the risk you're taking uh, works out in your favor? Yeah, um, I, I agree. I agree 100% on this. I was just thinking, you know, um, while I was saying, I drifted away for a second. What is that quote? While I was talking, way? you drifted away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a common theme. Uh -huh. <laughs> I get it. So, hey, risk versus reward. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh <-huh. laughs> what's, that, what's that quote from Wayne Gretzky? You score zero goals <laughs> from the shots you never take. Uh, yeah, I'm butchering like this really yeah, bad. Like you usually do, but yeah, you get the idea, right? Yeah, uh, if I you're mean, not taking the shots, you're not going to score, right? And uh, you know, it's a, that's a hundred percent true. It's yeah, hundred percent true. You might fall upwards, fail upwards from time to time, um, but if you're not uh, taking that risk and putting yourself out there, um, you're probably not going to achieve very much. Yeah, and and I think you know, living a safe reserved reserved life it's um it might be very comforting right um with a very low risk but also i think it's going to have a very low reward mm -hmm. the you know the risk takers usually are the ones who have the larger return on their investment right and this is what professor jacqueline was talking about this week you know and anything from early on in his Jiu-Jitsu journey, it was all about taking risks, all about taking the extra step. This is the guy who went to law school, and he used the law school to actually make his Jiu-Jitsu career successful. But mm -hmm. the law school was not the route. This was There was a point of decision where he had to make whether he's going to go towards the law, which was the cushy job, or he's going to take the risk, which is going to go towards the Jiu-Jitsu route with virtually no pay. Right. And yeah, yeah see we're talking, he, we're talking 30 years ago and, in Brazil, uh, in Brazil. Yeah. You're not, it's not like, um, you know, he even said that the guys, the big names there weren't, weren't making any money at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had the option. I've, I'm done with school, law school. What am I going to do from here? And yeah. uh, everybody told him, don't do it. Don't do it. You're crazy. But he knew he had the vision and he knew uh, that calculated risk, right? Cause he didn't just, jump into it without having a vision and a plan um he knew that the reward was going to come there was no well, and i think there's a difference between calculated the risk and careless decision mm -hmm. these, are, these are two different things you know yeah. and both of them might have risk associated with them um but i think the decision process is slightly different don't you think how, how so i i do think so but i um well, I think calculated risk is where you actually put some thought into what is about to happen. There is might not necessarily be a plan around it, but you know what mm -hmm. the consequences might be going in either direction. Sure. Where careless decision is something that we do based oh here. Calculated risk is based on facts and the data. Careless decision is based on emotions. Am I? close yeah i think so i think that's pretty close yeah and i think that you have to have uh forethought and you have to see long term what this what's going to happen 
and make adjustments along the way because because you can make a calculated risk that has a lot of that still has a lot of possible negatives and you have to be prepared for those because as they come um, so you're looking long term as well yeah i mean emotional decisions i don't know how often they pay off um i try not to make them and i know that when i do uh get emotional about things uh and make snap decisions mm -hmm. i usually regret it you know i've got to figure out something afterwards to to correct things um but if i think long term um things you know keep moving forward in a way listen i i'm gonna put you on a spot here because uh -oh. and we've talked about this many many times already but i'm curious from a risk reward perspective what was your train of thought when you were changing careers uh god i hope margaret lets me do it <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yeah so the last uh, 10 minutes just went into the garbage yeah. we talked well, about trust me very very calculated <laughs> very calculated <laughs> Um, well, we had, I had to plan. Um, I wasn't super successful. I wasn't a lawyer like, uh, Dragolino was, um, but I was but, going but you to take had a successful career in a sense of you had a job that was stable yes. that you were unwilling to leave up to that point because it was providing what you needed for mm -hmm. your family. And that is mm -hmm. always important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It was a job and it was a job that, um, You've done for years had, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I had been there off and on for quite a long time. Right. And um, it was a decision that I, I had to decide, hey, how am I going to make this work? It's what I want to do. But if I don't plan, there could be a lot of negative consequences. So how did I go about planning it? Uh, just I weighed everything from the financial aspects of it. Um, how is, you know, because there was a, a, a pay decrease, right? And there was benefit decreases, but there was so many other advantageous things to go along with it that I had to decide, you know, which is which. And I took some risks and there could have been, you know, if some, if something's just bad luck in the beginning, uh, if I would have been hit with some, some bad luck, it, it would have been like, oh, I made the wrong decision, but I was calculated about it. I set myself up where in short periods of time, I achieved minor things that made it, um, I guess, a stable is, is the word maybe I'm looking for, because I, I left something very stable for something that I ha hadn't had a lot of experience in, and, and, and it could have gone either way. And there wasn't, um, you know, like I said, there was a pay decrease and I've got a mortgage and I've got a car payment and I've got kids that I need to have enrolled in things. Um, so we got together and we were like, how can we make this work? And we made very calculated decisions on how we were going to make it work. And it has worked. Was it worth so, it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, I don't know if I've said you this. You have to hang out with me every day. <laughs> like I said, there are some negative aspects. <laughs> uh, but so... Um, was it worth it? Yeah, you know, and I think if you ask my significant other, um, and and I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show before, but man, I used to send her ten texts a day about how because she worked in the, at this or she works at the same place, right? That I used to be at, uh, different position, um, so her day didn't go the same as mine. But I would often be sending her messages about how upset I was, 
how angry I was. I mean, I know it would start from my hour and a half commute in the morning where I'd be like, no matter how early I leave, it's at least 50 minutes. And if I leave 10 minutes after this time, it's an hour and a half. And I'm so I'm going in angry before I even get there. I'm angry and upset while I'm there. Um, I wasn't allowed to per se to do the things that I felt were necessary to make that location successful. Angry, right? I had to follow a bunch of regulations that I didn't think were appropriate for where I was. Um, and, uh, you know, all those things combined really made it um, a negative aspect of my life that I took home with me, that I brought to the academy with me. So, yes, it was absolutely worth it because I don't do any of those things now. All I do is complain about you. That's it. Right. I got one complaint. Thomas did this. Thomas did that. Um, all that well, other at stuff. At least I do something. Out the window. Yes, you do. Um, you know, so but, yes, absolutely. It was worth it because I'm a happier person. Things are moving in the right direction for us. Yes. A hundred percent worth it. Listen, over, you know, over past couple of decades, I had a couple of decades, I had the opportunity to work with different people and different teams and with different professions and so on. And um, I had the privilege actually to work with people to build teams and uh, build groups and so on in different capacities, um, you know, even in corporate, corporate America, right? And, and one of the things that I often um, talked about or we talked about as teams was, you know, strategically evaluate the situation. And what I mean by it is we, we find ourselves in the circumstances, right? We surrounded by people in certain areas or certain location, whatever that is, work home, you know, wherever that is, but we are surrounded in a certain environment. And then that environment often is by far stronger than our will. Whatever's happening around us is always stronger than what we want. So mm-hmm. in order for us to make a change, especially if we are unhappy with a situation, we really have to take a higher risk, meaning we have to evaluate the situation. We have to remove ourselves from that position mentally and imagine, yeah. visualize what it would be like if this situation changed. And until we do that, nothing will happen. Nothing will change completely. We will continue coexisting in this environment that we are in at this moment, which if it's toxic or unpleasant, we don't like it. Well, we are stuck. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a vicious circle, if you will. So for those of you out there who are you know, debating or, or thinking about career change or making move, buying a house, you know, any big life changes, moving, some people yeah. move across the country. Those are huge, highly stressful positions and times you know, always think about in a sense, what would happen if put your, put, put your emotions aside for a second and really evaluate what would the financial side look like? What would the quality of life look like? And then you can start talking about how to make it happen. And it all kind of mm-hmm. goes back to the goal settings that we often talk about in the show. Not any different with jujitsu. Yeah. And, and if, you to, I, if you want to learn spider guard, well, visualize what your life would look like if you were very proficient in spider guard <laughs> right, right now it looks like it, and it's really ugly and sloppy risk. yes uh, <laughs> how is um, spider guard gary it's ugly and sloppy like i said <laughs> uh but and and something i wanted to say on, on what you were talking about there um you're never i don't think you're ever a hundred percent 
sure either. So don't Correct. that hold you back. You know, I've had, I, I had kids older uh, in life um, and I've, a lot of the people, younger people that I know are like, how'd you know you were ready to have kids? I didn't, you I didn't, I didn't, I, you're right. I wasn't. <laughs> it's something that you're going to learn as you go along too. So you've got to take that risk. You gotta, you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to expose yourself to these new uh, environments, surroundings, um, circumstances, whatever. Uh, but do it wisely, you know, do it with a plan. Mm -hmm. And it's probably, you know, if you, if you keep working at it and it takes work, right. Uh, it's probably going to be worth it. Well, there's one more thing we didn't even touch on. What's the worst that's going to happen? Well, you fail. Yeah. As long as you are alive, you can make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? The job didn't plan out. Okay. Find a new one. I didn't say it's easy, but it's an option. Yeah. Right. I mean, you have kids. What's the worst that's going to happen? You can't. I mean, like, they will be fine. They will be fine. I believe they will be fine. You figure it out. You You'll think? figure it out. I, sounds like you're talking directly to me right now. <laughs> I would never. No. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, thank you for doing everything that you do. Yeah, she's, uh, she sh supports me in my uh, journey. Let's put it that way. Uh, and I think it's mostly because she just wants me to shut up and go away. So, uh, hey, get out of the house, go to the academy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but that, and, and that's, that's, I made that risk. I took that risk, you know, of, you know, just even picking up the phone um, and, and making an appointment to go to your first class or uh, stepping on the mat for the first time. It all leads to, these other great things if you take that risk, right? Um, so definitely step outside your comfort zone uh, and and take those risks, you know, even those little ones. Hey, man, you've been doing jujitsu for a couple of years um, and you are pretty good from top. Go to bottom, see what happens. You know, take that risk. Probably going to get smashed a little bit, but you're going to learn more and now you've got an even better game. What did Dracolino say? He got nice. smashed all the time. That yes. was the best time of his life. Yes. He uh, he said Go that you smashed. know he got a little older, he changed his game and he got smashed and he loved it. He loved it. So, Go get smashed. Let's wrap this up. Great All episode right, with Dracolina, Professor Dracolina. Make sure you check it out. As always, go to our website, theroadradio.com. Take the survey. While we are at it, I saw several people actually subscribing or answering the survey. So cool. Somebody is listening to something. That's right. And they're going to get a free key out of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, sir. On to the next one. On to the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.